and the way it was running just did not look like any human. Immediately, it felt like someone was watching. Something was watching. We seen some eyes which were glowing a bright red. Welcome everyone. You're listening to this Sasquatch show. Brought to you by Nicola Valley Bigfoot. Sit back and enjoy. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where And welcome to the show, everyone. And just turn Bing down just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Don't worry, he's coming back. He's coming back. Got to drop a little something festive for you guys. You know, before this this show before Christmas Day. I hope you guys are all staying safe. I hope you guys are all enjoying your uh, holidays. If you're on holidays, I'm not so fortunate right now. I do have to, you know, continue on with my full-time job. Outside of Sasquatching stuff, yeah, I do. I actually do uh, a full-time position elsewhere. (laughs) But uh, how's everybody feeling? It's uh, only a couple days till Christmas. Let's see, what's Tuesday today? Friday. Oh, my goodness, Friday. I totally lost track of days. It's Friday on Christmas. Oh. You know what? But I'm done shopping, so I'm done. I'm good. I don't have to go outside. I don't have to be around any of that stuff. So uh, I hope you guys are staying safe too. So uh, uh, on today's show, we have Errol. Now, Errol's been, uh, he, he's calling in from Saskatchewan. Now, he had an encounter a few years ago uh, involving a, uh, well, you know what? Every time I try to explain the episode, I just rip it apart horribly. So I'm going to let him tell it. I'm going to let him tell the story, which is, you know, the right thing for me to be doing. Uh, but in the meantime, before we get to that, if you've had an encounter or you have a story that you'd like to share, I can be contacted at Nicola Valley G- Bigfoot, Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. You know, I've done this probably, I probably said that a thousand times, just practicing and whatnot. And I keep messing that up. I don't know why. But anyway, Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com, N-I-C-O-L-A. Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Let's uh, start off the New Year's uh, properly. So uh, I, I'm starting to book shows into January. So if you'd like to be on the show, contact me. Or if you have a show idea or a suggestion that you'd like to hear us talk about, by all means, send us that too. Uh, we are going to jump into Errol's encounter here shortly. Um, you know what? Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this. Okay, hold on. We'll be right back. Stay right there. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you guys all for hanging around. Uh, on the phone, we have Errol. Now, uh, Errol is from Saskatchewan, and he had a little bit of an encounter a few years ago, and he's going to tell us all about that. But uh, for now, thanks for coming on, Errol. I appreciate it. 
no problem. So uh, why don't you go ahead? Let's just uh, let's get right into this and tell us what happened. Okay, uh, well, this one night I was coming from Fishing Lake, Saskatchewan, and I was heading to Saskatoon as I was visiting my grandma in Fishing Lake. And um, we had a I had a big meeting in the morning, and there was a big storm expected. And uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, Cheryl, she was uh, we were trying to make it back to the city, so we left about about four o'clock in the afternoon. And being winter time, it got uh, it got dark early, about four or five o'clock. So we were going, and as we hit Humboldt, a big storm came, and it was we we were going uh, west towards Saskatoon, down to Number Five Highway, and uh, the wind the, the the snow was really wind. The wind was coming from the north, and it was blowing south as we were driving, really hard, eh? And uh, we were coming up to Bruno. Bruno, Saskatchewan. It was. It's kind of in a valley, a long, long Saskatchewan valley, and uh, we're we're in in the at the bottom of the the valley, and we're going up the hill, and the snow was coming in from the side, and we must have been going about forty, fifty kilometers an hour because it was a big storm, eh? And uh, and we're coming up the hill. I was on the passenger side and my girlfriend was driving and we were in a smaller car and uh, it was a Alero. It was a 2007 Alero, I believe. And we're, it's pretty low to the ground. And we were, as we were coming up the hill, I I can see, I I threw my smoke out the window as I was, uh, I I threw it out. And, and then I, I seen at the, the side of my eye, something white it was moving i wasn't sure if it was just the snow i took a second glance and i looked it was about maybe about a hundred yards it was coming up the side of the of the of the ditch in, in, in an angle and we were coming up and then i was like watch it there's a big dog right there i told my girlfriend there's a there's watch it and it was coming up the side and it's it, it was walking on all fours is why i thought and then my girlfriend was like, "That's not a, that's not a dog. That looks like a polar bear." And and it had big, uh, round black eyes. And, and then we were like, "What? A polar bear wouldn't be here." We we all thought of this quick. And as it was coming out of the out of the ditch, it. Must have not have seen it. Had to have not seen us because the wind was coming from the side and it was walking up the hill. And it was on all fours. And when we were coming, we we turned the brights on and I I, I pushed the horn to honk. It stopped on the right on the side of the road by that that orange line, and it went right to the ground. Went right to the ground, like uh, it tried to hide, like in in, in tall grass. It tried to it tried to go low, and uh, there was no grass in it. And then we were, and we watched it, and we it looked right at me. It looked right directly at me, and we and, and we let it pass. We went past, and my hair stood up in the back of my neck. I was like, oh, 
like, well, what is that? And then we were like, if it was a polar bear, it would be on the front page of the news tomorrow. Or, you know, we waited for that. But we thought about it more as we were going home. And what I realized is that a polar bear or a dog in its front paws, when it when it kneels down, its arms are in front of it. It's 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 just like they they stay beside each other, you know, and they can only bend their their front paws down. This one spread its arms like a human, and it tried to go to the ground and it looked right up at us. And upon looking closer, it had a human face. We thought about it. Its eyes were we thought its eyes were close together. But it wasn't. It was a human face. And uh, it was white. It was completely white. I could barely see it. So that's my experience with uh, seeing Sasquatch. So, like, uh, you know, like, like maybe I, I was thinking, you know, maybe they had, like, as our indigenous people, like, maybe they can have powers and disappear and reappear like maybe they say prayers and something like that but during my time we've seen it so yeah can, can you describe like like its facial features like what like did it have a flat nose did it have like can you describe more, like more of its its uh hair on its face and that type of thing it was completely white and uh it, it kind of looked somewhat like a cat like it had, I know for sure it had white, like completely black eyes. That's what made my hair stand up, is the eyes, and it and it had it had a human, like it looked up at me. The best example I can give is it looked like the Grinch. <laughs> Maybe it was the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's that's my best example. It looked like the Grinch, but it was a lot scarier than the Grinch. I'll tell you that because my hair never stood up in the back of my neck in my life. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. To hear one from Saskatchewan is kind of a rarity for me. So, did it have a, a, a like a brow, like a like a caveman would type of thing? <sighs> like a cat, like a somewhat like a cat, like it was flat. Oh, wow. Like you, you, like you know, like a like a polar bear. Yeah. From a, from a distance, from about from about fifty feet away to thirty feet away, it looked like a polar bear. And and about the size of a polar bear because its hindquarters and its front legs were about four to five feet long, at least. Oh wow! You know. Yeah, like and it had big, big long arms, and it's it, like the nose. It looked like a cat. Like it was, and from a distance, it looked like a polar bear. You know, like how the eyes are kind of close together. Yeah, like that's how that's how the the, the Sasquatch looked. If it was Sasquatch, I don't know really. Well, but definitely sounds like. Thing. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it, like it was a Sasquatch. So, um, can you mentioned that it was crawling on all fours? Uh, could, is there? Yeah. Did it? Can you kind of describe like the movements that it had, like a polar bear, right, like that? And then, right, when it, like how, like how it was kind of moving slow, 
but it I know it was moving fast because it came from about 20 feet and it maybe took about five or six steps and was already halfway through the ditch walking up oh, wow. to, towards the highway so it was big like it was a big thing like I, I thought it was a, a big, huge dog at first sight. Then I, I, I was like, that's a polar bear. And, and then it, we just didn't know what to say after that. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at you all. Know, yeah, like, like I, my, my ex, I still talk to her. Maybe she would be willing to share the story as well. Yeah, well, we'll talk after we get off the air. Maybe we can, I can uh, contact her at some point. Sure. So when uh, how how long did the whole encounter last? Like, do you figure the encounter probably lasted about forty seconds? Oh, so you got a good look at him? Yeah, I I got like he was like like say if you're sitting on the passenger side, he was like I guess a foot or two feet away. Like wow, right on the, that was on the really line. close. Yeah, it was that close. It was, and and we, it, it, it. I'm thinking it had. It looked like a something that I had in my dreams when I was a kid. You know, like that. That like I, I used to have dreams of this thing. Maybe some portions of it, I had dreams of, but it was definitely not. A, it was a scary experience because it a bunch of memories flashed. Yeah, yeah, that, that 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 is scary. Yeah, it it's like it, it was unexplainable. It was like it's I, I I've had that one experience. I've never had anything like that in my life other before. Like it's this is a once in a lifetime I see Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know he exists. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a sighting myself, and it was uh, it, it definitely uh, affected me. For the long run, yeah. So, yeah. so while we're on that topic, though, like how how was the sighting? How has that affected you? Has it changed? Like, were you a believer in, in Sasquatch before? Uh, I was a believer in Sasquatch, but I was quite sarcastic about it. You know, like it was it, it always turned out to be a joke or something that you'd never see. So, like it's. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, it, it totally changed my outlook on on Sasquatch because I know they exist. Now that you've seen you one, know? yeah. And I don't, I know that we're not ready for them. You know, I, I've heard that's not the. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like that's not the first time I've heard that from from uh, from people, especially around here. Is like they're coming. Like the acknowledgement that they do exist is coming, but right now. People aren't ready to to handle the truth yet, so that's not the first time I've heard that. So, I apologize yeah. for interrupting, but so oh no, like this has affected you, like like so now that it's changed your mind and like you know for a fact that these things are out there, would you want to see one again? Uh, probably not. You know, because I was the foolish one in the matter. We were going about forty kilometers past it, and I told my girlfriend, "Stop, stop, stop." She didn't want to stop. We were in the middle of we were in the middle of uh, Saskatchewan, and there was absolutely nobody else on the road. <laughs> you know, so like she was like, 
<laughs> I'm not stopping for nothing. <laughs> and, and for the listeners that, that are listening in the States or forever south, polar bears aren't this far south in Saskatchewan. Like you, you're talking in the middle of Saskatchewan, which is, you know, it, it's cold, but we don't get polar bears that far, far south. Exactly. That was my point. It would have been in the news. Yeah. Like polar, polar bear spotted in, in southern Saskatchewan, or central Saskatchewan, but there, there is no news reports. Or, so can you, know. you, would you be able to describe like it's like it's hair? Like, was it long? Was it shaggy? Was it, did it cover, you know, all of his body or, or is it just like, did you make out any hands or anything like that? <laughs> I made out hands. That's what, that was the, that was the big thing that made me believe. You know, like it has hands and it tried to hide. It, its hands were like spread, like you know, like really trying to get down. You know, like how guys in jail try pose for jail pics. <laughs> you know, like yes, I do. Yeah. Or else, like they're, they're, an animal is trying to hide, like a cat is trying to hide in the tall grass. And it was like that, but it, its arms were, and it had white shaggy fur. That's another thing that it kind of looked like a, I guess an example would be like a sheep or a llama. It had thin white hair to some extent, but it had like another coat underneath, but it had this, this blowing, this blowing thin hair. Like that, like that was, uh, that was, it made it look scary. Almost like a like, winter coat, you mean? Yeah, like a, like a winter coat like that. But you can tell it's fur. And, and for the listeners, the, like the uh, animals tend to grow more fur or hair in the winter to obviously deal with the cold, right? So that and I think that's what uh, what you think it was. Yeah, I think that's what I think it was. It was an extra coat for I don't know what protection. Or, I, I didn't even seem like it needed that extra layer. Like it was already it was so big. Like there was a there was some type of fur underneath it. Yeah, yeah. So could yeah, you like make it like if you had to guess how, how how tall do you think it was? Well, if its legs were like like that, then it's it was probably about from head to the back of its its body or its butt. It was probably about fifteen feet twenty well, about fifteen feet, and it was walking on all fours. Wow, that's, that's huge. That, yeah, that's why we thought in its legs and its arms were the same size. Like, like that's why it was walking on all fours. Oh, like, so you mean like, like, uh, like they were kind of evenly, like, like a, like a cat would be, like, like in a dog. He, yes, like that, like they're a little more like, uh, uh, like how the Sasquatches, you know, like they have longer arms. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I think that's why it has longer arms, so it can walk on all fours with no trebles. Yeah, and that's that's uh, that, that's a pretty typical um, uh, belief. Is that yeah. that's why they can walk on all fours quite easily? Is just because of their longer arms. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So maybe when they travel, they they trade, they do that. You know, like they, they probably when they travel long distances, maybe they walk on all fours like a bear. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what, did you guys just, like once the you you saw this the creature and it was attempting its best to hide from you? Like, how long? Like, and you said forty seconds. 
Did you guys just drive away? Like, okay, enough is enough. We got to get out of here. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I wanted to stop and turn around and take a look, but she kept going and she told me with profanity, she was like, no way. <laughs> I'm like, we're out of here. You're crazy. Yeah, I had to get That single is killer. Yeah, I know that feeling too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's a fascinating encounter there, Errol. I'm, yeah, wow. I've heard yeah. of I've heard of white ones around here, but uh, they're generally um, uh, associated with being uh, um, the elders of their clans. So maybe I'm thinking this one might have been white just to kind of blend in. You know how rabbits change their colors in the winter and, and whatnot. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's yeah. the one that you saw was what was going on there as well. It's fur changed or its hair changed to white. Yeah, but yeah. this is a this is a definite human-like creature that's that's what the screwed up thing was about everything was like we, we've seen you know how how your arm is right how, how, how you, if you visualize in front of you like you're bending your arm you know like it, animals like dogs and, and bears they they can't bend their arms like us you know like that was the distinguishing Hector and us believing it was a Sasquatch because of the hands. The hands and the arms, and yeah. Yeah, like uh, no other animal has that. Other, if it's a monkey, and there's no monkeys that are about twelve feet long, you know, like on all fours, like a bear. Yeah. So there's no, and there's no monkeys in Saskatchewan. You start putting the logics together. The only thing that it could have been is a Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So before we go, Errol, um, can you describe its eyes? Like, like, can you see were they spaced out far apart? Were they big and round? Could you see the whites of the eyes? Uh, there was no whites in the eyes. They were completely black, and they were about two inches wide in complete circles, and oh. they were close. To, and they were close together. Oh wow. Yeah, like uh, uh, that's all I could see. I didn't see no ears. I, I didn't see anything like that. But I did see, I did see the black eyes. I looked, he looked right at me. And I, if you look, if you're, if you're on the passenger side and you look, that's how close I was. He was like right on the, right directly on the the yellow, the, the orange line there, the yellow line. Like his head was right there in his body. It was just kind of over. Oh, he was crossing kind the of, highway. Kind of, he was he was heading. Yeah, there. yeah, and he looked quick, like you know, like like no 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 animal can do that. And he tried to hide. And like that that was the scary thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's it. He has he has completely black eyes. They're close together, and uh, they, they strike fear in you. Yeah, you know, yeah, I had an encounter a couple of years ago, and we the eyes and well, the size of the hands was the main thing that stuck out for me. But uh, we caught uh, like he was staring at us, and that was I'll never forget that. Never, ever, ever forget that. It's, it's burned into my brain for for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. imagining it's something similar for you, right? Oh yeah, like I'll remember the story, and I'll never ever change it because I, you know, I only tell few people this story and uh, my ex her too like she, she's dumbfounded to this day well i am incredibly honored errol that you would share that with me i am like super super grateful that you came on the show and you, you 
you shared that story because that's amazing. That's fascinating. Yeah, no problem. Well, we're going to wrap this one up, Earl. Um, thanks again for coming on. And to the listeners, we'll be right back. Hang in there. And we are back. Thank you for hanging around. And thank you again, Errol, for coming on the show today. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, just be, A, because you had a fascinating story, and B, because, you know, stories from Saskatchewan aren't all that common. Um, so, yeah, thank you. I really do appreciate you sharing. Uh, for the, everybody else, if you had an encounter or you have a story you'd like to share, I could be contacted at Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-A. Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your stories. So uh, get in contact with me. Uh, you know what? Coming up is on Saturday, which would be Boxing Day in Canada. Uh, for you American listeners, I don't know why we call it Boxing Day. We just do. I didn't know you guys didn't do Boxing Day, but <laughs> learn something new all the time, right? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so on Saturday will be part three of Joe's episode uh kind of wrapping things up uh just that just the bonus episode i was kind of playing all month so i'm hoping you guys are enjoying it because i really enjoyed talking to joe about it uh but uh, tune in saturday it's coming uh, it'll be the conclusion and um i guess i'm not going to be talking to you guys before then so i just want to say merry christmas uh have a happy and safe holiday <laughs> oh my goodness have a happy and safe not halloween have a happy and safe Christmas, all right, or Hanukkah, or however you you celebrate, or whatever it is you do from all walks of life. I hope you guys are enjoying your holidays, enjoying the snow, enjoying you know just the time with your family. Just uh, be safe and uh, look after one another. So anyway, until Saturday, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Christmas future is far away. Christmas past is past Christmas present is here today Bringing joy that will last Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the
Yeah.